When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. This is your place for entertainment. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us out here at the Minnesota State Fair. Yay. Uh, we have a beautiful audience it, again today. Yes, and they've been so helpful with our blind items. Yeah, so Did all the work for us today. Yes. If you're watching online on the stream anywhere around the world, hello. We're on the YouTubes. Hi, Tony from France. Oh. She watches and listens Bonsoir. all the time. Yes. Okay, um, we need to talk about Selena Gomez. Yeah, and we kind of referenced this in the last uh, hour because she was the topic of one of the blind items you brought up, Mike. Yeah, the blind basically just said she needs to either uh, talk to her team or have somebody from her team talk to her mm. about what she can and can't post on social media. Mm. Absolutely. So here's what happened. If you missed it, she posted... Uh, or she, uh, yeah, no, she posted on Instagram, and I want to see if I can get the actual post, but essentially, she posted about only murders in the building. Now, if you don't remember, of course, there's a actor's writer strike, and actors should not be actively promoting the projects uh, that are being striked. Struck, mm -hmm. strict, strickety, struck, strike, struck, 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 struck work. You can't, <laughs> and you can't promote struck work, which, of course, that show is. So when she posted about essentially missing, uh, you know, or wanting to get back to her uh, only murders in the building family, people called her out for it, essentially saying, you know, yeah, she just said missing and wanting at only murders Hulu. And then she tagged only murders on her Instagram page and Hulu as well. So a lot of people reacted like, ooh, hey, you know, you're not supposed to be promoting any work right now. Mm -hmm. Well, then people pointed out, okay, but she's an executive producer, so technically she can promote the work because she's also in that role, which producers can promote their work, actors can't. Well, she's also an actor. So there was a debate online in the comments, yeah. and she removed the post Okay. because I think she probably thought, oh, yeah, okay, so I probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, you know, again, were calling her out for that. I don't know, Dawn, did you just have a, a thought generally on the post? I think that um, this is a really hard area because she does both. But I think that it could have been handled better, for sure. Like, she shouldn't have tagged the properties because this is it's just like a big billboard when you drive by that's flashing, you know? Yeah. It's like, that is not just a, like, I'm going to connect with my fans post. Everything you do has value because she has more followers on Instagram than anyone. It's any how woman. many? It's like... she Well, not anyone, but any woman. She is the most followed woman on, on Instagram. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so, like, I... 
I don't know, over 300 million. 428 million. 428 million now. It used to be like 390 or something, but that's crazy. Like you're influencing that many people. And so that's going to be seen as an ad. Yeah, I think she realized obviously the uh, problem, problematicness. Mm-hmm. Is that a word in the world we live in now? Of that post, which is probably why she took it down. Yeah. If you, I will say, if you go back, it's not like because some people were like Stephen Amell, and you, do you remember the whole Stephen Amell mm-hmm. kerfuffle? Yeah. Yes. He, He's like, I don't. He was. I'm not he like vociferously this. and outspokenly said that he did not support the strike until people reacted negatively to that, and then he was out on the picket line. So a lot of people were trying to s- sort of equate what he did with what yeah. she did, and I thought, okay, oh, first God. of all, if you go back onto her account. She has reposted and posted things supportive of the strike, so she's not anti-strike right. by any stretch of the imagination. So it's unfair to make that comparison. And also, she removed it. So I'm like, yeah. okay, no harm, no foul. She's Selena Gomez. It's fine, you guys. That said, as you pointed out, I too felt like, I wonder if this was like a post. Well, no, because it says missed only murder. Like, I wonder if somebody on her team posted this. Oh, yeah, not it could quite be. thinking of the implications. Yeah, although you would hope that somebody was, but then again, you'd hope she was. Somebody dropped the ball, so, and I don't Taylor know who it Swift was. Taylor Swift needs to, you know, her people need to talk to Selena's people and say, "This is how you no, do things." I don't, I don't know. We got to be careful. Why? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Taylor Swift seems to do no wrong. No, no, no. I know what you're saying. I'm just the saying PR there's people. some history with those two. But, oh, right, right, but, right. Um, but yeah, no. This this seemed like just a PR failure, but a minor, teeny tiny one. And I thought for people to go on and on about her in this moment, I'm like, you guys. The AMPTP loves this. It's a huge distraction. It's a total distraction because from the actual. If you're, you know, nitpicking. All of these cele- celebrities doing these things were not thinking about the real issues that they're dealing with. Yeah, exactly. And so then the the um, they're making uh, the villain to be Selena Gomez or whoever else, you know, accidentally promotes something. I don't know. Yeah, but no, the villain is. <laughs> And I will also, just just to illustrate the, uh, you know, the world we live in, Adam Driver was, you know, single-handedly lauded for promoting his latest film at the Venice Film Festival because through a technicality, his, the studio that's producing the Ferrari movie Mm -hmm. is, has a waiver. I'm assuming it's an A24 film, but I don't know who the, the studio is. But anyway, they get a waiver. And so technically they're allowed to promote their work because companies who signed on uh, essentially in principle to the demands that SAG-AFTRA had are allowed to continue to do their work. Yeah. And these are small independent studios usually. Mm-hmm. And he used that opportunity to advocate for the strike, which I think was brilliant on his part. But at the end of the day, essentially it's the same thing. He was using a technicality to promote the work that he's doing. I wonder if you're at his level, if you have a choice, because uh, one of the films that's at the Venice Film Festival is Priscilla, which stars a girl that I did theater with, Kaylee Spaney. I know she's going to be there, and I don't think she would have a choice. You know what I mean? It's a Sofia Coppola film, and I bet that they're just like, you have to do it, you know? Yeah, but like it's a when part you're of their Adam contract. Driver, you, you, you think that he doesn't follow i mean that could be true i'm no, asking I think, that question no i think adam driver can do what he wants okay. and all i'm saying is i'm not saying he should or shouldn't i'm just saying i think it's interesting that the narrative around what he did mm-hmm. is 
lauded while people are quick to assume that her intentions were nefarious. No, it's a double it, standard it for sure. It could have just been a simple, you know, PR mistake, which in the grand scheme of things, you know, based on all the other work she's done and supportive that she's been right. of the strike, it just seems a little nitpicky. Yes, very much for so. Or maybe, I don't know, a woman? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Selena is super talented, and I just love that she's a producer. Um, the show is unique and different. I love Steve Martin and oh my God, Martin Short. Are you guys loving this season of Only Murders in the Building? Anyone watching? I'm liking it better than the last season. Oh, you're liking it better? Uh-huh, what definitely. didn't you like about last season? It's not that I didn't like it, but I felt like there were too many moving parts. Mm. And um, I, I don't know. It was just, uh, it seemed a little too contrived. Oh, okay. And, but this one feels better. There are some moments where I'm like, this is kind of hokey. But well, the show, <laughs> I mean, the show yeah. by nature is kind of a farce, and yeah. I love it. It is sort of, you know, it's, it's just, there's a lot of impractical things yeah i uh but i do i just love the acting i love the comedy i love selena gomez she just increasingly is growing on me as an actor and then oh gosh um i almost said glenn close uh meryl streep oh that's, meryl streep is like, just amazing that's what i really love about yeah. it it just came to me meryl streep's in this season are you watching this season mike we haven't got to it yet we okay. literally finished yellowstone two nights ago and oh. this is our next step so. all right well yeah Get in there because I think you got. I think we're like five episodes in now. Yeah. After this, I think we're a little behind, but yeah. Uh, All right. When when we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Don live at the Minnesota State Fair from Selena Gomez, we are getting closer and closer to food, you guys, but not quite yet. We're not trying any state fair food just yet. We will in a few moments, but when we come back, we are actually going to hear Don tell us about. Oof. Remember that guy who we thought died. Yeah. From The Bachelorette? Yes. And then it turned out he wasn't dead? Yeah. And then he said his account was hacked? Yeah. Well, now people are saying, I don't know. Yeah. And one of those people Don talked to, and we'll get all the latest from their interview when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. That didn't actually Kids happen. My talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Your Boat Club. I was just on the horn with uh, Your Boat Club the other day because um, I needed to make a reservation and needed help with that reservation. I'm telling you, the staff at Your Boat Club have been super helpful all summer long getting Jamie and I on the water. We were not on the water boat people uh, before this year. I mean, we'd been on boats and things like that. However, Your Boat Club got us there with none of the hassle, none of the work. We just show up on a lake at a predetermined time uh, with a beautiful boat. The staff gets us loaded on the boat. They'll even valet the boat out for us from the slip so that I don't have to worry about banging into anything because even though I feel like I know what I'm doing now, not, you know, if there's a lot of wind or there's a lot of weather, it's probably not the smartest to have me run in the boat. Anyway, your boat club is there to fill in the gaps to help us feel safe and comfortable and enjoy a beautiful day on the water. You can be on the water in no time with the help of your boat club on over 30 locations in Minnesota. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, my talk, 1071. This is your place for entertainment, and we're so glad that you're with us out here. If you're at the Minnesota State Fair, we want to give a shout out to Boulevard Auto Works, who's sponsoring our show. Thank you. Yes, yes. Okay, let's talk about something that was really weird that happened this last week. It was a little, you know, questionable. As far as like who the culprit was, and we still don't really know. But a former contestant from The Bachelorette, this was Caitlin Bristow's season. Um, his name is Josh. Josh Cedar. 
Josh Cedar. Um, he was hacked, or he says his Instagram was hacked. And um, on it, it said, we're so sorry, but Josh has passed away. And, you know, he had a lot of struggles with mental health issues. If anybody's struggling, here's a hotline. You know, it really did imply that, like, this was, you know, something tragic happened. Um, And so then he came out about, it, it was a while. If something like this is going around about you, we want you to get a hold of, like, TMZ immediately and say, hey, this is not true. Um, 18 hours went by, and then he came out and said, I am not dead. Um, Somebody hacked my Instagram. So we felt like it was kind of a long time to wait. Well, yeah, it just seemed a little odd that a person who is connected to the world of celebrity, even though loosely, wasn't, you know, somebody who has been in connection with or uh, contact with TMZ in the past and who, by the way, TMZ reached out to specifically Mm -hmm. along with family members who, when answering the phone, said no comment. They said no comment. So, like, it it just it seems a little weird. But then also somebody this is who has clearly struggled in the past with you know mental health issues to then have this kind of thing come up which referenced mental health issues it just it leaves a lot of questions to be answered or it's not surprising rather i should say that people had felt that Mm -hmm. questions were left unanswered and it sounds like well you uh found a story from somebody who has some first-hand knowledge of the and who knows if this is true i mean this could just be because um, she wants revenge. I don't know. But uh, one of the former drag race stars, Monica Beverly Hills, she shed some light on their relationship. So they said, or she said that... Um, so she was in a relationship with Josh. Yes. And she, she has come out and spoken about this issue. Yes. She said, finding out supposedly my ex died. He's dead on a Monday and alive on a Tuesday. I don't have the words. I'm baffled. I'm angry. I'm happy he's alive. I'm happy he's here. But this is so infuriating to me. Um, she said, being involved in being a trans woman of color, speaking about certain situations, not letting men use us for our glamour and spotlight. And here this guy's doing all of this stuff. It makes me look like I'm involved in that I'm... What? The C word crazy. Not the other C word. Oh, my gosh. How was he involved? Or she um, involved? She's involved because she was connected to him. And I guess she's saying that there's no way that he got his page hacked, that he faked his death oh, for sure. Oh, she doesn't believe that. Yeah. She said he faked his death for sure. Okay. But for so sure to you. Know? Exactly. So, you does know. Does she have any evidence to this? She doesn't, but... She said that they had a really hard time with their communication skills in the three weeks that they dated. Like he. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Would she, now, this is just her account. She said that he would go on dates with her, but never have any communication outside of that, just on the date. And then he would not talk to her in between or see her, but just publicly date her. And she was like, what is going on? You know, are we in a relationship? Or we are, because you want people to know and see us on social media. But why don't we have a relationship beyond that? And yeah. so that's why I so guess. So it didn't end and well? Yes. She's had to let that relationship go, which I don't blame her if that's the truth, you know? And so she's saying that he probably is the culprit behind this, which... Well, that just seems a little oh, sour grapesy. Like, it if, does. Unless you've got proof. Right, right. I mean, uh, who am I to argue? She's got firsthand experience with this person, but... And that's certainly going to inform, you know, uh, like, more than just somebody casually reading about the story, but... We don't have any proof that no, he's... No, not at all. Like, and it, it also just... I, I will say, like, it seems really strange that people were contacting him and his family and, you know, people were choosing to not respond. Or saying no comment. Yeah, like, I could understand if he was busy doing stuff and just didn't get back to TMZ. It's not like TMZ is your first. Yeah. You know, but I would say as a public figure, I mean, you'd want to deal with your family and friends first. Like, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive. Yeah. But I think the easiest and quickest way to get people to know that you're alive mm -hmm. is to just talk to TMZ because then they'll just do a story and it'll be over. Exactly. Yeah. But it just leaves a lot of questions, but that's not saying that he, you know, right. was lying or And his his reason for not, you know, waiting almost 24 hours to say that he was alive is that he was just furious furiously trying to figure out and find out who hacked his Instagram account. Like talking to Instagram, well he got his account back and then some people are also saying that it is once you get hacked like that, it takes a couple of months to get your account back. Oh, really? Yeah, because it has to go through a whole process of review. So that it was unhacked too quickly is the, yes, is the point? Yes, that was another point that somebody else okay. made. Oh, I don't well, know. It's just I want this person to be okay, especially if they had mental alive. struggles in the past. Something like this would be really upsetting and... Um, traumatic if you felt like somebody was just making fun of you because he says somebody is trolling me because I've been open about my mental health so I hope that isn't the case I just hope he's okay yeah, yeah absolutely definitely no it's kind of a I, I feel like there are more questions and answers and I bet more will be revealed in the days and weeks ahead and it is a little reminiscent of something another story that we saw a couple of weeks ago about a rapper named Little Tay yeah who was a famous influencer at age, I don't know, what well, was it, 11 just, yeah, or really. 8? And uh, there was a whole death hoax with that, but it's just and right off that. we still don't know what happened. We still don't know what happened with that, but um, yeah. It's also, just kind get two-factor authentication on your social media accounts if you don't have it already. Yeah, we, we have like eight-factor authentication with our work stuff. Because I can't tell you how many emails, I'll get those emails that are like... Um, here's the link to reset your password. And you're like, I didn't ask for that. No. Yeah. I just feel like you always need to have as much security in place because otherwise you're just going to end up quote unquote dead on social media because somebody <laughs> will have hacked your account. <laughs> oh God. I just don't know what the motive is. If somebody did that, I don't get Trolls. that. 
it's so mean spirited. Oh God, Don, have you? I'm met the sorry, world? but I just it's just it doesn't make sense to me that people, people would people will steal waste your their credit time. Card number and you know that to me is less invasive than <laughs> saying that I'm dead on the internet. You know what I mean? You would rather somebody steal your credit card? Absolutely. What? Because the emotional turmoil of what that causes I guess to for you, other like people. that is so freaky and like. Scary on a different level. Well, then you no. I'm just. I'm not going to entertain this analogy. Oh but, God. Um, yeah. No. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to leave it at that. It would be upsetting. I am very excited, Dawn. Yeah. Not to continue talking about this story. Thank but, God we're moving away from this topic. But what's on the other side of this break? Do you know? I do know. We are going to put some food in our mouth, and not just any food. A new food here at the Minnesota State Fair. It's okay. our. State Fair edition of Food Porn at the Fair. Yay. When we come back, do you know what we're eating? Arepas. Yay! We'll be right back on My Talk 1071. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. Hey, listen, I know this isn't the best audience for talking about Livia because you're at the State Fair and you want to eat all the things. I totally support that, but will you want to maybe start on a program after you're done with the fair? They're fine with that. And right now you can get three months free if you mention me. That's because they were named Minnesota's Best Weight Loss uh, Center for a third year in a row. It's the best weight loss program, and that's why you're going to get three months free if you mention me. I lost uh, 30 pounds six years ago with Livia and I've kept the weight off and they can help you. So give them a call. Say, I don't want to start until after the fair. And they'll say, great, fine. Come in and talk to us. So uh, 855-GO-LIVIA or Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. And you too can have a successful weight loss journey with Livia Weight Control Centers. It's Don McLean for Livia. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this is your place for entertainment news. Uh, we are a talk station. If you don't know when you're out here at the Minnesota State Fair, we talk about celebrity gossip. It's like E! News on the radio, right? Yeah, or That's I like you to say People it. Magazine on the radio. People Magazine. It depends on what generation you come from. That's true. We're, we're the crossword puzzle of the of the show. Yeah, we're like the <laughs> wordle the of mag. pop culture. Yes. Wow, I don't know. That one's a stretch. You don't like that? <laughs> I don't. I never played. Can Wordle. we talk about food? Yes. Food. You're the one that started talking oh. about Wordle. You started talking about crosswords. <laughs> what do we have today? It's our favorite time of the day at the fair, my talkers. It is our food porn at the fair segment. Uh, We've been so, so fortunate to receive many samples of some of the newest foods at the Minnesota State Fair, and today is no different. Should we go to Mike with details on what's on our plate today? I think we can count on him. Yeah, last Friday, we, uh, or I think it was last, maybe Monday, actually, earlier this week, the week's yeah, flying by, Monday. we had uh, Momodosa from Midtown Global Market, and we said you had to get out there early and get that done before Wednesday, because at Midtown Global Market, they kind of rotate some, some vendors, and now, over there, they've got the wonderful... Arepa bar from uh, Midtown Global Markets Arepa bar, and we've got a smoked beef arepa to enjoy today. Oh, I'm boy. so excited. When I saw this on the menu, I was like, ooh, this is a fun combo. So you've got the smoked beef, mm -hmm. and then you've got the just like pillowy, warm hug of an arepa. Yes. Ooh, so good. Okay. Kind of like so a, I guess if you've never had an arepa before, how would we describe it? Like I a, mean, it's sort of like a gyro almost. Yeah, the the arepa itself is kind of like a thicker masa 
tortilla. It's not a tortilla, but it's in the shape of a tortilla, and it's yeah. a thicker masa, and then they split it in half and fill it with all sorts of yumminess. It's a perfect, like, base yeah. for pretty much anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they also, Mike, brought us yucca fries. Yes. We got some yucca fries, and then we've got their... Uh Cococada drink? Cocoada. Cocoada drink. There so it's like go. a like a pina colada, but it's just the cocoa. Coconut cream, toasted coconut, and condensed milk oh. is what that is. Oh, my gosh. I can only so have good. a bite okay. of this stuff. And I will okay. say, in the arepa, okay. we've got, along with the <laughs> smoked roast beef, you've got an avocado puree. You've got uh, fresh tomatoes. You've got uh, red onions and it's arugula. And that's all baked in that uh, Venezuela. That. Venezuela. Wow. Venezuelan. 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 Thank you very much. A crispy corn pocket. It's a pocket of goodness. Well, uh, I, I, here's the problem. I, I am allergic to red onions, so I can't have this. I just realized, but I will be a commentator for how beautiful it mm. is inside. <laughs> it really is pretty, and it looks like something that you can have that is not going to be really heavy. Um, I'll just show the audience mm. this and the people on the stream. You know, it's not um, something that's fried. So if you're not, if you're looking for that, if you've just had too much heavy food really in the good. morning, it's Glute a really great. It looks like a really great lunch. It's gluten very free as well, by the way. Gluten oh, gluten free, right? Oh yeah, it says right here, gluten free corn pocket. Oh gosh, that's can really you good. taste it's the sweetness of the corn? Um, no, I mean it's you know like the uh, you get a, you get the corn. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say sweet corn, but it's got that like you know sort of corn tortilla corn right. taste. Oh, I see. Okay, um, just like uh, when we did uh, the wa Nordic waffle, and that was the bun for the hot dog inside. That just had a different like sweet taste to it. Yeah, no, this isn't sweet per se, but it's definitely corny okay. in a good corny. way. <laughs> Mike, what did you think? It's fun that you brought up the Nordic waffle because the one thing I said about that is how much there was just such a great balance of everything. Uh, oh, sure. This is that same thing. Yeah. Like oh, You're expecting, you know, overindulgence when you come to the state fair. You're expecting just something over the top to smack you in the well, mouth. This is, like this is just super, really well balanced <laughs> oh. and very fresh. It's delicious. It's very fresh. It's like, I thought it was going to be hot. Like it's spicy not. hot? No, no, no. Like temperature hot. Oh, and it, I think, is meant to be sort of like, almost like a, I don't want to say like deli sandwich, but it's got that vibe of like lunch, uh, not lunch meat, but like thinly sliced meats. You've got the sauce, you've got a little bit of onion, you've got the arugula. That's arugula, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. And it's, it's just refreshing. It's perfect for, you know. For lunch, what I do you wonder think? how many rounds really they do yeah. of like trying to create something. Um, you know, when they're making a new thing, like how many times do they have to go back and redesign? You think it's like a five-step process, or I don't know. You're like, girl, I don't care. I'm just do you eating want to try the um, yucca fries. I can have that. Yeah, I don't think there's any um, red onion in that. No, yucca fries are just—it's a root vegetable, deep fried. They're so good. And then this one has. Excuse me, words are hard with food in my mouth. Um, this one has a... Is it a cilantro aioli? Yeah, cilantro aioli. And, uh, I mean, who doesn't love deep-fried oh, food? Am I right? That is really good. It's definitely... Tell me I about it. What are you tasting in your mouth? Well, it's definitely... It feels more like eating uh, hash browns than it does eating a french fry because it is so soft in the middle. But I really like mm. that. That is, that is so good. good. Yes. Okay, well, make sure you get the yucca fries. 
that cilantro aioli is really good. Mike, did you try the yucca? I did. It is uh, really, really, really tasty. It's almost like a... And the cilantro is cr- like super fresh. It's or? kind of a cross between like the par- a parsnip taste. It's kind of that heavier mm-hmm. potato. Right. So it's like a heavier... I, I really like that. Yeah. It's got gonna, that sweetness to it, that natural sweetness to it. I think I'm going to have to kill these now. Do you yeah. want to yeah. try the tasty... Oh, Sweet the treat. drink, yes. I'm going to be full disclosure here. You know me. I'm not a huge coconut fan of anything. Oh, yeah. How do you not like coconut? Well, I don't I know. Don't, I just don't. I like real coconut, but not like um, Mounds or Almond Joy. I'd rather... Well, this is coconut cream not toasted, have a candy bar. <laughs> toasted coconut with condensed milk, and it looks amazing. There's a lot of coconut going on. It smells amazing. It smells like coconut milk, as you would expect. Oh, that's a chunky drink. You really got to chew it. <laughs> it's with the pulp. Yeah, because yeah. there's actual there's toasted coconut in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. It really is. Mm. That is K K refresco. <laughs> it's very refreshing. And what do you think, Mike? Because you're not a fan of coconut. So here's the thing. I think I'm not a fan of like the over, like you said, with the candy fake bars, coconut. that over fake coconut. Yes. Yeah, this is not this fake is coconut. Not fake this coconut. is real this coconut. This is good. Yes. Yeah, this very is really smooth. good. Very refreshing. I think it's a good combo, too. I, it's so kind of them to drop off um, the variety pack because essentially you get a little bit of you know the freshness and like yumminess from the arepa, and then you get the just fun, crunchy, yummy, creamy aioli from the yucca, and then the, a nice little dessert. Yeah, treat I think with this whole combo. I didn't have this, but it looks amazing. Um, I think you should get everything together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever works for you. But uh, the arepa itself, I could just eat that. Okay. My mind's just been blown. I don't actually hate coconuts. Oh my gosh! This is a great day for you. Let's mark down the date. What is it? Well, oh, it's it's August thirty first. This is your coconut birthday. Yes. Thanks again. Remember next year. She shares a birthday with Donna. That's perfect. (laughs) To always remember for that. Your coconut birthday and Donna Valentine's (laughs) birthday are the same day. And my sister. Shout out to Tina. (laughs) <laughs> so, again, thank you to Midtown Global Markets Arepa Bar for dropping off food today for us to try. We always give a zero to five scale of the food experience we have. I'll keep chewing while you describe the food scale, one of you. Okay. Um, this is a food scale of porn stars. We yep. give it a zero to five, zero being the worst thing you've ever had, and five being the best thing you've ever had at the fair. And you're doing the sticks? Yes. You had the sticks. I'm going to say, I'm going to judge this like with side items or fries or curds or whatever, and I would say a 4.5. These are really, really good. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, Mike? especially with that sauce. I would yeah. ask for extra sauce. Yeah, the sticks by themselves, you said that's uh, cilantro aioli that's on there as well. It's very, very tasty. I, I think you're perfect right there. Four, four and a half. Yes, and this is I, definitely like a 4.9. I would give the yucca fries a 4.5 as well. All right, let's do the sandwich. Yeah. I'm going to give that a I'm going to give that like a 3.75. Okay. What I'm going to giving it a scale on when you're coming out to the fair, you're expecting to eat greasy, very heavy type yeah. dense food. This is a perfect alternative mm-hmm. to that. It it's is? very fresh, okay. like you said, it looks like free. It. I really like uh 4.1. and Dawn, you did not try, but you did try. I can tell you, like, honestly, with the the plan that I'm on, I can eat the entire inside of that, no problem. Yeah. Um, So it's approved? Absolutely. I just, I can't with the red onions. You know what'll happen? I'll get a massive migraine and not be able to do the show. (laughs) What about the cocoada? Again, that wonderful, tasty uh, coconut drink that Mike loves so much, Dawn, what would you give that? I would give this um, a 4.9. 
and it would be a five if they put a slice of pineapple in it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I would give that a definite, solid four. I think you. I was going to go four as well. Four. Perfect wow. Four. Maybe it's because I didn't, I didn't I have the arepa. <laughs> I liked it more. But I think all great results... Another great selection from Midtown Global Markets Arepa Bar. Thanks to them again for letting us sample the food. And we have been trying food every day here on the adventure. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Trisha Bradley and Dawn. And so far, Dawn, we have done the highs and the lows. Tomorrow, I want you to understand... It might be a low for you. <laughs> I don't. Are, are we going to do that? Are we really going to? So we are absolutely going to do it. Mike, do you want to tell everybody what we've Darn got coming it. up tomorrow? Well, it's the final day, so we're going to go out with a bang. We're going to have a bonus edition. We're going to start at one thirty with the hot honey cheese sticks from the Blue Barn. Okay. Which I'm excited for. I'm, I'm very excited. for that, yeah. And then we're going to finish it. It's been confirmed. Okay. The steamed bun lutefisk. Mm. Steam buns or whatever. Oh. Anybody out here have the uh, steam bun lutefisk yet? And it's and not, a- not a fan. Okay. I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard I'm- mixed reviews too, but we will keep an open mind. We certainly will. Yes. I'm just most excited because Dawn has never had lutefisk before. I will say coming up on the show, I think right now actually... We have a very special guest who could tell us a little bit more oh, about what yes. you can expect when it comes to Ludafisk. Hopefully on the other side of this, right here on My Talk 1071. Hey my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. We are alight.org. I would love for you to take an opportunity at some point this week and learn more about my friends at Alight. They're a Twin Cities-based organization spread out across the globe. Helping folks 365 days a year around the world who are displaced. And displaced persons uh, are basically from all walks of life. And they have had to leave everything they have behind because of war, conflict, famine, you name it. Increasingly, that work uh, has become more critical. And that work is supported by you, my talkers. So if you would like to learn more about the organization and how you can support their work, I would be ever so grateful. Head to wearealight.org today to learn and support their work today. And thank you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Welcome back. Hi. We are broadcasting. If you're just listening, and you're, uh, we are broadcasting from the Minnesota State Fair, and uh, we've been having a great time with food, haven't we? We absolutely have. It's been such and a now pleasure. We're going to have even more fun with food, right? In the form of Ludafisk Dawn. Okay, it's Why? not being delivered today. No, is no, it? no. Is you're going to a... try it for the first time tomorrow. Okay. But I thought you were going to spring it on me. Friend of the show and friend of the station, and uh, well, just all around great Minnesotan, and we'll tell you all of the ma- amazing things that she's done. Patrice Johnson is with us. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yes. Are you kidding? This is such an honor. Thank you. She's oh. an author. Um, you probably have heard, uh, this is your most recent book, right? Yep. That was The Pandemic Baby. Land of 10,000 Plates. It came out to great acclaim and full of really tasty recipes and stories as well. 
And um, also, you have a Swedish-American holiday tradition Yule cookbook, right? And wow. that is the one that's worked. got a whole chapter on Lutefisk. Does it? And you'll yes. tell us maybe a little bit more about that. But you you do so much. You're Nordic Food Geek on Instagram, yep. which is just a great follow. Um, and you've been out here at the fair, and you offered, you sent us an email when you heard us talking about Lutefisk and, and, and said, said, you hey, know, I, I might know a thing or two, it. so yes. thank you for coming well, out. Thanks for asking me to. Yeah, this is great. My two favorite things, food and the fair. Oh. Well, three of you count you guys, right? Yeah, oh. well, we appreciate Very it. Nice. We appreciate it. Okay, so Dawn has never had Lutefisk. Well, you told me before, um, Norwegians would call it Lutefisk. The Swedes would call it Lutefisk. Lutefisk. Yes. We drop the vowel. Norwegians love to add vowels to things. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Don, what questions do you have for Patrice about Lutefisk prior to your first ever tasting? Well, I have heard a little bit about the history and why it was created. It was like a food for Vikings, right? To take on long journeys before they went to go... Do all their criming? Maybe. <laughs> when, when you think about food that Nordic folks ate, you have to think about they had the same sort of growing season we have, right? Okay. So a really short growing season. So mm -hmm. they needed to have food that would be preserved for long periods of time. So curing, smoking, mm -hmm. drying. And Lutefisk actually combines a couple of those preservation methods, including... Uh, drying or salting the fish okay. and then like revitalizing it to eat um, and I'm nobody really knows where that lie came in you know the old wives tale is that somebody oh, dropped it into right. soap okay yeah uh, but it's a drying the fish out is a great way to preserve it okay so it's basically drying the fish and then you have to reconstitute it right and uh, it's in the reconstitution that it may be uh, obtains a different texture it's that not true. a lot of us are used to. Oh, right. Gosh. And there's, it's, 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 it's several processes. So you get this desiccated fish. Uh -huh. It's like, it, it's, 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 it's thin as a wallet. Yeah. A poor person's wallet. And <laughs> so for, the first step is you put it in water for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. Then you put it in the lye. And once it gets to the lye, it plumps up to about eight times the size as it was. What? Oh, wow. Yeah. And then you need to, to rinse it in water, to a constant purification of water for a couple of days, and then you can eat it. Well, okay. Cook it and eat it. Wow. And if it's made correctly, it is not gelatinous. Okay. It's, it has sort of a, a slightly gelatinous texture, but yeah. if it's cooked properly, it's actually as flaky as a walleye. No. Yeah. Really? So okay. People, it gets a bad rap because people cook it incorrectly. So it, would you be able to tell people in the Twin Cities how they can get a really good lutefisk? Where can they get this? Uh, I would say American Swedish Institute does a good job. Oh, yes. And I, I have not had it here yet. Uh, we may head to the grandstand today and get it. I was going to ask you if you've had the, right. the, the treat that we're going to have tomorrow where it's stuffed inside of a bao bun and it's treated a little differently. I think they bake it with a hoisin sauce, so it's a little sweet and savory. I love what they're doing because it's making uh, an important cultural food and marrying it to another important cultural food yes. and making it accessible to everybody. Yeah. I think that's a great way to introduce people to foods they think are, are weird or that they're a little bit afraid of. Uh, a couple years ago at the fair, I was in the creative activities all day doing Nordic food cake goes to the fair. And one of the foods I did was a deep fried in, see, we are all Japanese people, uh, yeah. Japanese oh, lovers. Yeah. And yeah. I actually Love lived in Japan for a couple of years, oh, too. Oh, did you yeah. really? Where did you live? Uh, just outside of Tokyo, okay. right by the airbase there. All right. uh, and so 
I for listeners who don't know, Don and I both have a love for Japan. I studied in Japan. You've been studying Japanese. I Dawn. am trying, yes, little it's by tough. little. And I didn't give myself a a time frame for when I would be fluent. So it's very loose right now. It's all. I good, think girl. I should have some goals. You have a lot of hobbies. It's true. It's all good. But we. But anyway, <laughs> the point is, we all yes. have a love for Japan. Absolutely, and the food. Yeah. So uh, I use a, a tempura batter, but instead of putting uh, sake in the batter, I put aquavit oh. to tie it back to oh, my right. Nordic love, and then uh, serve it with a, so I deep fry the herring and then serve it with a lingonberry hot sauce. Oh, so yeah. it kind of combines a bunch just, of different cultures. Oh my gosh. I love that. I mean, just like creativity again, and then in the process, educating people about a food that they maybe weren't super familiar with. Absolutely. So I have a very basic question about lye. <laughs> I hope you can answer it. Um, my dad was a hobbyist. My dad had so many hobbies. I mean, he did so many different things. He was a hobby hopper. And one of the things he did was make lye soap for a while in a big black kettle. And I want to know how, like, what part of that is, like, the soap part? Like, what is it? I can't answer that. It's like I, beef fat, right? All I know or fat about from an animal. Soap I learned from the movie uh, with Brad Pitt. I know it's a chemical of some kind, on, but I think they're using it right to break down or to. Okay. Okay. Like it's, in the lie, it, the lie process in Lutefisk. What's the purpose there? I have no idea. Okay. I just know it pumps <laughs> it up. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll figure out. Clean, we'll look at a YouTube video. Fish. Definitely, we will learn. We will what learn. this is, and all we'll know about. by tomorrow, so that when you taste it for the first time, um, I had it for the first time as part of a you know Christmas dinner plate, and that's very common. Why is that such a common tradition here in Minnesota? So many of us who grew up in Minnesota with Scandinavian food traditions celebrated those uh, foods during the holidays. Uh, 100 years ago, 120 years ago, when folks immigrated to America, usually from European countries, mm -hmm. uh, the foods that they brought with them were not always easy to get here. So, uh, and, and people wanted to eat like an American, whatever that means. Okay. And so those special cultural foods were sort of relegated to the weekend table uh, and then eventually just for the holidays. Sure. So it's a way for us to celebrate who we come from, where we come from, and sort of honor the past. And so I, that's, that's why they landed, why so many of those uh, cultural foods land on the holiday table. Yeah. And it's interesting that you said it, it's the same climate. So, you know, moving here to Minnesota was a great thing for Norwegians. Perfect. Because it yeah. seemed very similar to where they came from. I Absolutely. Uh, you'll, you, that's why we have such a, we were, we were the most Swedish of all states. Okay. A uh, uh, hundred years ago. Uh, and many, many Norwegians, and uh, you'll also see those same folks uh, were in Kansas and Chicago and mm. Seattle, mm. of all places, okay. Okay. you know, that upper yeah. peninsula there, um, just because the climate and uh, the, the, the stuff we can grow here is so similar. Gotcha. Okay. If you guys are just joining us, author, teacher, all around... All aground, all around. <laughs> all aground. Sorry, I've got, I've have. It's been many days of the fair. I've got a lot of food. <laughs> in me. All around amazing person, Patrice Johnson is joining us, and we're talking about Ludafisk, of course, but also not just Ludafisk. I mean, you are like deep in the food experience, and you've been out here at the fair multiple times. Is there anything that you're really excited um, that you've tried, or that you want to share with people? Or that you want to try that you the, haven't the, tried yet? Yeah. Today, we actually had a couple new foods that I loved. We had the uh, everything bagel dasant. Oh, 
okay. Tell that us about was that. Fantastic. So Josant being like a donut and croissant combo. Right, right. It was the they just do such a fabulous job at the uh, bakery, um, and it was savory. I'm a savory girl. I'm not a sweet girl. Oh, <laughs> in more ways than one. But <laughs> it was really good. Uh, so she's more salty than I'm sweet. Very salty. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. So it's got sort of a cream cheese in the center, it's, and, oh. and then like the outside of it is. Completely encased in everything bagel seasoning. It's so good. I love cream cheese, I gotta say. Oh, yeah. And then step on over to the, uh, get your peach, the grilled peach, but oh. ask for the special that's not on the menu, and they'll put some whipped cream and hot sauce awesome. on it, and you can oh interact with Matt, who's really cool. Awesome. Patrice, we have to run, but thank you so much for thank stopping you. by. Is there a website we can run to to get all your books and yeah. info? Uh, NordicFoodGeek.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Patrice. And uh, Dawn, good luck. We have till tomorrow <laughs> to get excited <laughs> okay. for Lutefisk. We'll have more right here on the uh, stage at My Talk 1071 at the Minnesota State Fair when we come back.